hands-off parenting. It's just hands-off parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? We started? Okay. Hi, I'm Abby. I'm Steph. And this is Hands-Off Parents. And we have a lovely, lovely, lovely guest today on our show, the one and only Nancy Wozni. Um, I'll give her a brief introduction. She is currently the editor for Arts and Culture Magazine here in Texas. She is a writer for Dance Magazine mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, a scholar, a professor at Rice. Adjunct. Adjunct. <laughs> still counts. Still counts. It's yeah. Still big. Um, but I think more than anything, Nancy is a mom of two adults. That's a lot of things. It's a lot of things. Which is like, and like, by the way, like, I'm just throwing this out there. Nancy is an amazing person, and she's beautiful, and she's like that person that you're like, how do you look like that all the time, and you do everything that you do, and you're a mom, and. You like you hate you, yes, in the best way. <laughs> Abby actually keeps talking about you as the woman she wants to be. That like. I aspire to be. Like, so oh, you no. are. You guys are setting me up. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. Every single episode, she's like, we need to have Nancy here because I want to be her. Oh, so well, you're doing thank something. You. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Thank you for doing and it. And for all that list um, of things that I do, I very much identify as a mom. I, I describe myself, my favorite way to describe myself is a stay-at-home mom with no kids actually in the home. <laughs> and, and I think I really excel as a mom of adults more so than um, early on. I think it, it took a while to get my mom feet. Okay. I think I've got it now. I mean, one lives in Spain. <laughs> so he's far. He's so, gone. Like, we're talking remote mommy. Um, like, I'm a really great Skype mom. That sounds great to me. Yes. That sounds so great to Text me. Text mom. You know, so now that, like, the duties are a little less. But I still, I really, um, I love the mom job. I, and I really do identify um, very much, even, even though I'm not doing, like, mom stuff. I still love to do Joe's Laundry. Really? Yeah, and my husband, like, I can't believe you do this. It's like, I don't know, I just love it. I fold it. We should say, he's like in his 20s. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe, is there a way we could block the kids so they don't listen? <laughs> is that like a thing we can do? We probably, it actually I'm sure thought earlier today, it dawned on me that uh, these are going to be in the world, and then like Iris can oh, hear them. Yeah, they were oh, like, you're jerks, and you oh, poop that. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and you had this radio show, and we're paying attention. Yeah. Like, and all you did know? was talk about how we were terrible and drink wine. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was a hard time. Whatever. Yes. <laughs> you were fine. They'll appreciate Well, you know what? This this is not, I'm always trying to segue. This is my part of the, the She's podcast. Great She's a good professional segue. Yes. To like how, now that you're an adult, a mom of adult children, like have you become friends with them? Do you feel like, and do you feel like that has progressed from when they were kids? Like how has your relationship changed with your children? Well, I, you know, for, I don't like the, I, don't, I wouldn't use the word friends. Um, Joe and I do sort of travel in similar social circles because we're both involved in the arts. And I like to say, um, so he, 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 he's done a lot of music for Bootown. That, didn't I meet you through Bootown? I think so, yeah. yeah. So um, I knew Emily before he did, you know, <laughs> right. so, you know, so. Shout um, out to Emily. Yeah, shout out to Emily <laughs> and Bootown. So, I mean, we do sort of cross, not a lot. 
but um, we've always been a huge, huge fans of, you know, sort of strange music, and that's very much part of what he does. So we, you know, we do share a little bit that. Um, but I don't really, you know, I don't, not so much friends as like, that sounds funny. Because um, um, you hear a lot of people talking about that. Like what? Friends. Yeah, my kids are my best friends. Yeah, I mean, like, is that a good thing for your kids to be your best friends? Like yeah, that sounds weird. Yeah. Um, no, I'm always still the mom, and if I'm, uh, I still love to introduce myself as Joe's mom or Phil's mom. Like, like I just still love that. Yeah. I love when I just don't really have a name. I'm Joe's mom. <laughs> you know, it is, it's yeah. a good title. Yeah. yeah. You know, so um, I, 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 the friend thing isn't quite right. And, and there was a time when they were in high school. Um, where they would start going to some place or even high school, college that I used to go to like Empire Cafe or Brazil <laughs> and then they would kill it for me. Like, right. I'm never going back. My kids go there. Right, you know, right. You know, That's and like they, the swap. They have just gone to like so many places like just kill. Oh, I can't go there. <laughs> Don't want to run into my kids. Yeah. So, um, no, I still think you're always a mom and, and some of the things that you do change, um, uh, you know, I think about some of the thi- like some of the things that they're. Uh, I, mean, I just thinking about Philip just recently came in for a wedding, and I'm still doing sort of like my mom of an adult child. Like, do you have a shirt to wear, right. and what condition <laughs> is it in? Okay, and, this is this okay. is like when we we went to the Emmys recently, my mom and I, and she asked me if I had my dress packed no less than 18 times. Oh like, yeah. Oh, that's excellent. That's <laughs> the only thing just I was wearing. High five to your mom. High like, five to her. She's and I like, went, like, my I kind of mom. I have a two-year-old. Like, I, I I promise you I know how to pack a dress. Yeah. It's a fancy dress. Like, I stood in a dressing room and tried it on with you. <laughs> you know I have it. But that is a real but mom it's funny. thing to do. 35. Like, and no, and yeah. um, I want to know that um, for my dad's funeral, I told, I said, look, I don't ask much, but you are not going to look like homeless people. <laughs> and they, it was the, the the greatest con job ever. I mean, the day before, they looked like homeless people. And they were in these beautiful suits, and, you know, completely like, you know, the beard's gone and the hair. And it was like, oh, they're such gentlemen. You should have seen them. Right. So, man, they had to if clean up If only we could go that. to my dad's funeral every, every day. Wah, <laughs> <laughs> wah. I mean, there, and then like, there's other life things like with you know, we've gone through various machinations about grad school, and that's part of a family discussion. Yeah. Um, so there's still some momming, dadding that goes on. They with still those need kinds help. Of, yeah, discussions. They're, they're how old? They're 20... 27 and, and um, 25. So that's yeah. sort of that period where you're, that's a hard time. Yeah. Where you're trying to figure out who you are professionally. Yeah. I think the, it's not as bad as right out of college. Right. Okay, right out of college, you should... Um, oh. Move back in with your parents? Because I did. <laughs> um, well, I think you should just get a lot of space. Like, it's just, it sucks no matter what. Yeah. Um, and you should just never say, like... Do you have a job yet? Do you have a job yet? You know, like, right. oh, that sort of like crashing sure. down. You've left your, you know, you've left all the fun of college, and now you're back in that room. I remember Joe coming back after college and was like, "It's like nothing happened." Yeah, you know? that's so, so sad. that I think that's a worse. They're they're um, a couple years out of college, so they've sort of already had a couple of jobs, or right. you know, they've had a little life outside of that. So it's not that it is a great time to be a young person. It's right. always a hard time to be a young yeah. person, but. Um, 
there's just still, we're still sort of involved in the trajectories of their life. Um, and don't you think you always will be? I hope so. Yeah. My mom is I was so involved so. in the trajectory of my life that I worry sometimes that she's like too <laughs> involved. Because that's a question too. Like, is there a point where you should back off as a parent? Like, oh, okay, you're yeah. 35. <laughs> oh, you should lots of backing yeah. up. You should back off from the college graduate. I always say that. Like, like And back off from the high school graduate. Like, right. at threshold times... That's the stock with like, what are you majoring? What are you know? And yeah. all that sort of, it's really just sort of chitter chatter um, that makes everyone feel like they need to, you know, be doing something. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's really hard on young people. When old, when older people or even parents, just the only thing they can say to a young person is, what are you majoring in? Yeah. Where are you working? Yeah. Where are you going to grad school? You know, rather than just sort of sitting down and be having a human conversation. Like, how did you, I, you know yeah. what? I just did this, like, because it's graduation time right now. And I just went to like graduation reception, and everything that came out of my mouth was like, so what's next? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, Stop saying I that. Know. Stop asking them right. that. I know. Didn't I didn't even mean, graduate yet. Yeah, um, I teach I'm high going school. to fail them tomorrow. So, so it's your, all like college, 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 yeah. college. Right, yeah. right. And, and they are so stressed out. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you're, you, then you are just your future. Like, you're not who you are now. You're just, like, where right. you might be. Yeah. And I know that we just fall into that trap. But um, Trying to relate to people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So any kind of threshold time, time to back off. Yeah. Um, that's good advice. So uh, would you say two is a threshold? Can I back <laughs> off now? Two. Um, <laughs> two is a threshold. Isn't that our whole deal? <laughs> no. You kind of have to be involved. Two is not a threshold. <laughs> Five. Three... Ish. Uh, no, you, you, uh, three. Is, Kindergarten. Three is interesting. That's three so is interesting. I'm it, so scared. Um, I feel uh, like it's gonna be good though. No. I uh, no no. It is. It is. It is. They're not. They're Just almost they're, broke my heart. They're losing that. You know, they're they're actually still like infants now. Right. Yeah. Right. So at three, they start to having a little more autonomy. And I had this great moment when Philip was three, and he turned to me and said. Why do I have to spend so much time with you? <laughs> and I thought it was such an excellent question. He yes. wasn't really saying like you're kind of a drag, right. but it's like but kind of. You're <laughs> just always here. You're like I went this. up. Here. What is this and relationship? So I had this like ex- you know I explained to him when well, when you're three, your mom is still sort of around. You're you're not really you know old enough to just sort of kind of be be on your own and right. like oh okay like it was like sort of just needed to know that because it seemed like he was you know seeing himself a little bit more outside of like always being you know right the sort of the flock thing yeah you know, like the little chickadees right yeah. so that was that was sort of a, a threshold I think the first time the first day in real school um like I don't know if you go to preschool or whatever but real like public school that is huge. Yeah. Um, whether it's kindergarten or first grade, and I mean, did your boys go to preschool? Or the, yeah, they went to they went to preschool. Um, so they started real school at first grade. Okay. And I remember Joe coming home from first grade, his first day, saying something like, um, I, "I was like, no, it was like the next day." And I was like, "Well, we have to go to school again." He goes, "I did that yesterday. <laughs> I, I went yesterday. I'm good." It was like, oh, learned everything, oh my, you, nailed it. You got a few more days to go. Yeah. And then when when he got his, his, his the job he has now right out of college, he said, 
Mom, I have to go every day. Ugh, it's yeah. a horrible yeah. organization. So, um, it just never ends. <laughs> yeah, so I think first days of real school are um, a big Me. adjustment. I mean, they're just, you know, they're, it, it, you, they're in an institution. You know? Yeah, it's different than like we play all day and do play all day and rest when they're hungry, yeah. when they're tired, and yeah. eat when they're hungry. But instead, yeah. they're in this pack. Yeah, you know, and it's and not on demand like right, it is right. when you're at home. Yeah, too. so big, big threshold, and um, they'll probably very tired and and need lots of unstructured time when they get home. Yes, you know, like doing something really. Just play and imaginative. Play and, yeah. See, because your guys were a little me. before, like, not before, yeah, a little before the internet. And, oh, way before, but certainly yeah. through the, like, but what about, like, video games? Because then when I had video games as a kid, were they, like, video game fanatics, like, no, came uh, home? Mm, and, well, no. Um, video games were pretty primitive. Yeah. Um, there, there was this one called the Oregon Trail where you oh. died of diphtheria. The greatest like, game, hands down, still the best game ever. I'm always like, I am not getting this. <laughs> what is exciting about this? And then people come in, shake them, and yes. it's just like it was. And mostly, you died of starvation. Yeah. and that was as violent as it got, though. Like you had diphtheria. Lots of diphtheria. <laughs> like, and now yeah. it's like, here's a gun and shoot someone in the face. I with think. It. In, I think in high school, um, there were. That's when. Um, the land parties were and the shoot, you know, the zombies. And, yeah. Um, uh, and they, they would go in and out of playing um, games, but never, like, they were never really huge. I actually don't think they were very good at them. No. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think they, like, raked up, you know, um, big things. At one point, Phil was in a clan for one, you know, and did that, that kind of thing where you alter it and um yeah but it, yes. you know that they were you have to you know it isn't like today where everyone has a smartphone yeah. and they're playing minecraft i mean they play with legos they play with connects they're very much hands-on builders right um so there wasn't that kind of screen touch screen technology yeah at all. and and the video games when they were little like reading rabbit they're so stupid and boring i'm like really yeah you are entertained by this whatever <laughs> it was it was pretty bad. Um, so it, it's amazing how, what a different, even in a short period of time, the technology your kids are being raised with versus my kids. Yeah, and yeah. we are, I mean, we're a little adverse to it, I guess. Like, they're not on the iPad yet. And they. I certainly know kids their age and younger who are already. And that's just a personal decision. Yeah, this, um, I mean, I've watched with my sister. She has to, like, limit screen time. And, yeah, and they're all, And they're, they have these little objects that do things that, you know, seem pretty interesting and yeah yeah um so it's definitely a different environment raising a kid now than maybe oh i think so when you I were raising so. your kids yeah but this the the i guess the basics are the same i mean it's the same to be a mom as then to be a mom now for the most part I hope so. I think I think the internet's been good for moms, though. I mean, like with their moms are much more connected. And, yeah. Um, uh, you know, the mom blog movement and mom podcast movement, which you are the leaders of. You guys are going to be the you'll be on Oprah with us about mom podcast. How to start your own podcast? Fingers Huge following. Yeah. So no, eight people. I feel like we right were now. really we love you. Really lonely. We were lonelier moms. Yes. Um, and because there wasn't that so much, con, you know, connectivity yeah. and, you know, finding ways to, because you, you do need, 
You need to hang with other moms that are going through similar things. And you need to hang with moms that are like you, a little bit like you. So that I think yeah. that's a really good... That's a hard thing. Hard thing to Otherwise, find. Otherwise, you're just like, you know... I mean, I was stuck in the suburbs. I had some scary mom days. I have a friend who just moved out, and she, not in Houston, but she lives um, on the East Coast, and just moved elsewhere to the suburbs, and is having like a hard time finding moms that she like. She moms. met a bunch yeah. of moms, and they're and yeah. she's like, make friends. I, I don't know how you make I mean, friends. That's why we started this podcast. Yeah, and I were like, we're the same. Let's yeah, hang you out find sometimes. somebody like that. Who oh, it's so experience. It's so important. And then, I mean, I I, ha- I had some mom friends, and mostly I met them, I think, through theater. My kids both did theater. And uh, we've stayed connected all these years, um, even though our kids have, you know, are, yeah. are not in the house anymore. So I, I did get to know parents that way that was, that was really meaningful to me. But when they're little, it's a little different because they're not – they're not really doing those kinds of things. Right. You know, they're they're doing baby things. Right. <laughs> they're not like doing theater. Right. <laughs> like, they're not doing like Ionesco for two year olds. Exactly. That would be really funny though. I mean, I did Ionesco with sixth graders and it worked out really well because it's so ridiculous. Experimental theater for I mean they got it more than anybody. Yeah. Probably. They repeat themselves, yeah. they contradict themselves. I mean it was truly, uh, yeah, it was truly a, a good move. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I, we talk about this a lot, too, about feeling like you're the only one who's experiencing something. Like, I'm the only one who's felt this way. Or, you know, there's this, like, innate, like, loneliness about motherhood. It, there is, and I never felt prepared for that. Like, I... And I wonder I, why. I know, I know. And I, I know I, I watched my mother being lonely because she... Um, when I when I was born, I I was the third no the second child. Um, but uh, let's see, there were there were four of us. But oh, wow. the, at the time um, when I was when I, when I was like you know from zero to six, I was living in an Italian neighborhood where not not only was everybody Italian, but they were also from the same town in Italy, and we lived um, above my grandparents. So there were people <clears throat> everywhere, like just people everywhere. I mean, everyone, the whole street was raising your kids. Right. And we never were in a car. It was like right. really like... village. It was very villagey, and it was really... I mean, I probably am being romantic about it, but my mother had a lot of help, like people like all over right. the place. Then we moved to the suburbs when, you know, my father was doing better as a physician, and we were in this like house in the middle of nowhere. And she, I could tell she was very lonely. She had never driven a car. All of a sudden, she's driving and... She was lonely, and I, I, I saw that. Yeah. And I don't I don't know why you are lonely. I think part of it is when they're little, they don't talk. Yeah, and you're around them all the time, and you just want them to have a conversation with you. So when when um, when Phil was born, Joe was two, and... Um, and that's crazy. I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah so I had two yeah, diapers. Just... Yeah, it was really crazy. I had some low moments there. Oh, yeah. God. And I didn't do a whole lot. And when you were talking about, oh, how you managed to do it all. Yeah. I, I really... Those those years, I didn't do that much. I really wasn't... So was did like, you... St- and you were home with them. I, I was working as a teaching artist, um, which was so flexible. Um, I could take as many um, schools as I wanted to. It's sort of okay. modeled like wits. Oh, okay. And so you, you get trained to be a teaching artist and... Um, you can you can ask for how much or little work. So I still I I that is what expanded and contracted. And um, I guess I was also already a Feldenkrais teacher. So 
I was doing some of that. So I was, it was part-time, but those, the years that when Phil was born, the, the, I can't say I was super busy outside of the house. Um, but that I- gives us some hope. Yeah. But, but yeah. I did some things. I mean, I do remember this moment where um, my former partner from, who I had a dance company with in DC came, came to visit me and she said to me, I can, how do you stand not making work? How do you stand not being an artist? And um, like, isn't that awful? And it was sort of like, these are my work. Yeah, this is my work now. Um, I I didn't. I know I tried to explain to her. I don't have the bandwidth for it. Right, um, right. But did that make you feel not that not her comment? Because that sounds like a crappy comment, and I would be like, hey, let me alone. But like, did the idea? Because we've had this conversation before. Like where it's like, you kind of lose yourself. You lose this yeah. part of yourself, and it's sort of sad. And it's not lost, it's just evolved. But like, you have to give some things up. Like, you, you have to. You do, and I, and um, I, one of the things that I really hate in all the mom speak world is doing it all. Yes. And anyone that says they do it all is just batshit wrong. Yeah. And, and has a live-in nanny. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Everyone that's like doing it all has like a staff. Right, you know? yeah, right. Um, that's I the could one do thing. it all. They get <laughs> full staff, you know, someone that shops for you and, and you know, Cuts everything, and yeah. then you you do this in your cooking, but they've already put it out like in a cooking show. That's right. all I exactly. want is for somebody to chop my vegetables yeah. ahead of time. Because why? That's eat all vegetables I want. <laughs> not chopped so, pretty. So there is yeah. there is loss, and and when I had um, my first child, there, I wasn't around artists that were having children. It seemed like that was not a thing to do. I mean, people were like, "Oh, you're just gonna." You're sort of dropping out, you know. And I did drop out for a while, and I did go back to doing work later on. Um, I, I sort of had two periods as a working artist, um, and but I could see it. it they were that was hard, it, it, especially when I went to school and everything's at night. You can't do it at night because then you haven't seen them. And, yeah, you know there were just life changes that it just didn't, you know, it work. So it, you do you do lose some part of what you used to do. But I you mean, just sort of need to. There, adjust. there were times when Mark and I <laughs> used to tell the kids. You know, we used to be really interesting people. Yes. We used to take dance classes together. <laughs> we actually made our own salad dressing. <laughs> we never used bottled salad dressing before you. And we did this thing, we we did we performed in this fluxus thing together. <laughs> And we're like, oh, you know, we, really we were fully were, formed. We yeah. were interesting <laughs> people. And, and now we barely shower. <laughs> so, when we shower, it's yeah. a good day. So no, we, 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 you do get, you get, you do get that back. When do you come out of that? Um, well, when your kids go to like kindergarten, would you say? I'm I'm just saying, I was going to say there. high school. No, it's much later. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh God. Because my, so my sister, I was. We lay back to my sister, who I love dearly. Her kids are 11 and six, 7 or 6, and I'm a bad aunt. But I feel like she's just getting like getting back some of to this, like, I want to do stuff again and be me again. And Well, yeah, I think... And that's a long... That's 11 that's a years. Wow. But that idea of reinventing yourself, um, I think, is interesting because, like, I, I quit my... I'm quitting my job next year. I've taught for 10 years. Oh, and you know, like so, the kids so did were you theater. an actor? Yes. Okay. Yes, director and okay. And I'm actually opening a performance space, like 
I mean, I'm a crazy person, but like you are. I mean, I can be actually an expert to tell you you are. Yeah, that's great. Thank you. They're certifiable. (laughs) Yes, yes, uh, yes. Admittedly, Um, but the thing that I'm attracted to about that is that it's mine, and I can Uh, and I can be flexible with it. More control. In control because. When you're a theater teacher, also you know, like you're there on the weekends, you're right. there at night. Oh, it's like, a it's a huge stuff. Oh, yeah. it, it's very hard to have. I mean, I I watched a lot of theater teachers those seven years, like between so two hard. kids, yeah. and a lot of them didn't have children. Right, and and their yeah. children were were their you know. The I'm the only yeah. one that has them. Yes, and they're like, they're every living minute. On, yes, you know. So you do need something that is more under your control Flexible. and suppose like for example you wrote you wrote a play yeah and you had that period of time of working on the play right away and then after a while then for that you need to take a break from that because you can't keep that up right so when you do go back to projects i mean there were projects that i did um but they were projects and when they were over they were over and then i took a break yeah um, rather than just sustaining right. right right and i and i was lucky that i could do that because of mark's job so you know, if I had not, I didn't have that choice, that would have been because that know, is a luxury. very different. It yeah. is, yeah. it absolutely yeah. is, and yeah. I think yeah. that we've, yeah, we've talked about that Definitely. and acknowledged it. It's like yeah. we were talking to like a few weeks ago about like well, when do you even like run? Like when do you exercise? Like as a mom, when do you do anything good for yourself as a mom? And I feel like so lucky that I have this flexible yeah. schedule yeah. that I can do that. Um, and I don't know how you don't. I don't know how you do it without it. I mean, you've been living it. It's like yeah, I, I, I we talked last week. Like I threw my back out, like because oh. my kid was potty training and like I was oh. lifting her on it, and I really hurt myself and I couldn't move for two days. And it was oh. this like, and I and I it was my kid's last show at school and I literally couldn't move to make it. And it was this huge symbolic moment where I was like. I am breaking down. Oh, yeah. No, that and, happens. They're like the like, bo- the body will take yeah. over. Like, It'll I go literally like can't you're not move. listening to your body, so I'm gonna speak louder. Yeah, yeah. No, that definitely. And it happens. was like, wake up! Like you have got to do something to take care of your yes. your body or yourself yes. because you're not gonna be able to run anymore. Like right, right. So that's I'm, really important. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm excited about the change. I think it's scary too because it's like. My identity has been this for so long, but now, like you said, like you seem to wear a lot of hats, but your yeah. mom hat is the most oh, I love my mom. Important. Well, it's so easy now, though. It's pretty easy. Now it's very. I easy. love your mom hat right now. Yeah, I kind of wish I was wearing yours. But no. does your mom hat feel like? Obviously, it feels different. We kind of said this, but like, what is important now? Like, are you like I want to be a grandma? Oh God, no, because no, you're too young to be yeah. a grandma. Oh no, no. I mean, I mean, you are. Yeah, I'm not. No, people are grandmas. <laughs> people are grandmas no, very young. No, I don't. Ha- I don't have any great desire to be a grandma. Um, you ate all of them. Oh, good for you. I, I what I really like is how the family evolves. That you're still doing family things. I mean, we we did a family vacation when my sister got married, and we really did pretty well as a family, like yeah. adults, you know, and. It, we're all pretty interested in art, so like Which is we, nice. you know, we always had a family excursion to Max Mocha. Like that was a big thing we always did, and so I, I like that idea of that. Even though you're not, they're not li- live-in family. Um, they're not, you know, you're not cooking for them all the yeah. time. That there's still moments we've come together as a family and, um, uh, you know, su- support each other and right. whatever. 
Um, and, and that they stay in touch with what you're doing and, you know, all And that. do you feel like they support you in a different way, too? Like, do you, do you ever rely on, like, your kids? Like, hey, I need to talk to somebody. Can I call you? Or is that just not... Because I've had that with my mom, and um, I know you've had that with your mom, where yeah. she's needed you to be the bolster. Like, do you feel that's something... And maybe boys are different than girls. Yeah, you never rely on boys. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I, no, I... You rely on them to cut hair when your dad dies. So, no, I remember <laughs> in the early years of digital cameras that I couldn't, like, figure out how to get the pictures out of, into the, you know, out of the computer into the thing. And Philip did it for me. Uh -huh. And, and Philip said, someday I'm going to go to college, Mom, and you're going to have to learn how to do this yourself. <laughs> and it was like... You're not there yet, and I'm going to just pay you, and then you just do it like I'm the client, okay? Right. right. You know, so. You'll do what I say. Yeah. So. Okay, I have a question, actually, about you do what I say. Um, how do you, like, discipline? This is something I think about a lot, because I, I grew up in a pretty, like, laissez-faire household, not a, lot, not a lot of rules, and Abby and I kind of jokingly call this podcast Hands-Off Parents, but it's not. Is it really a joke? I mean, <laughs> where did you fall on that spectrum? Yes, like your parenting style. Um, how do you keep your? How do you make your kids good, good citizens? <laughs> and your kid, like I only know one of them well, but he is a very nice gentleman. He like, is. And he's a lovely. He is. They person. both. They both are. Um, but they both went through their little crazy times, and you know whatever drinking and trouble and you know they had their own as they yeah. should yeah yes. um you know so my parents were my especially my father was pretty strict um you know that that's what those were like the absolute authority um but they weren't hover parents no, because right. that wasn't very popular oh, that wasn't a thing i mean they never did your homework they never like asked you if your homework was done and you never not did your homework. Right. And um, so there was that absolute authority um, that, so we probably softened. A little um, bit after. About that. In your. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I, I always wanted to be there, but there were times I couldn't be there. But the thing I didn't do that I saw a lot of my peers doing is doing everything for your kids. And some of it is I did it because I couldn't do it because I didn't know how to do it. Right. Like, I was not a crafty mom. I noticed that, like, a lot of the suburban ladies were super, like, crafty and made kinds making. Of making everything. I wasn't like that. Um, I didn't have any talents in that direction. And I never, like, wrote an essay for them or... Which is a good... I feel you know, like that's try to get them thing. into college and... Um, or... If they, didn't, if they didn't pursue that, then it was like, then they, that must be something they they don't want to do. Right, right. Um, so I, I try not to be super hands-on about all that kind of stuff. Um, I think there were times I probably should have been paying more attention. Yeah. Um, like what? Oh, just in the teen years. The teen years are kind of... Hard. Not great. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a lot of, you know... Pushback from them. Well, and then you kind of get angry. Of, you know, and... I mean, the great thing about theater is that they get really tired. And when they're tired... Oh, this is the best piece of advice. <laughs> tired kids don't get in too much trouble because they're just too tired. <laughs> I'm trying that method now. We, we were talking about this recently and we're like, is it like a dog? Oh, no, I was talking about this with, with Emily Hines, actually, like that I think of sometimes that my kids are like dogs where I'm like... Maybe they need to run around a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Like, Go out walk the Oh, yeah. We used to call them yard kids. <laughs> Open the door. You know, just let them. Tire you know. them out. Yeah. Go to bed. Yeah. Um, no. There, it's a weird balance between just 
unstructured and some like stain on top of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so even <laughs> though even though my parents were very strict, they were also super hands off when it came to anything to do with school or they just were so not like it involved. And you know, when I think about like high school in Texas where the moms get so involved. Oh yeah, I'm it's get like crazy. <laughs> and we've I mean, been talking about that. Crazy like, involved with the you know tutors and oh, I'm gonna yeah. do everything for you. And, yeah. yeah, it's like, like it's scary. Yeah. It's scary what it's gonna create or what you know what you know what's coming. Like yeah. a bunch of adults that can't. Do anything. Do anything. I, they already are there. Right? I mean, <laughs> they already right. I mean, the, so I, I drew the line at that. I just, I mean, and, Mar, and my husband and I both were on the same page with that. I mean, when it was time to apply for colleges, um, like Mark had this like calendar of you do this by this, this by this, uh. this time. So, so it was like a piece of paper. Um, so, yeah. But like if you didn't, I'm not bailing you out. Yeah, And I think, um, I think they had, a, we still have that sort of, you know, we're both of us are children of the greatest generation, yes. and there's just like no way they weren't going to go to college. I mean, that was not an option. Right. Um, so I think they that was understood um, that that was our career path, and and they also like with Mark, like um, like Mark would have this look when if you came home with a B, you must have been switched at the hospital because <laughs> no kid of mine is going to have. It's like, and both. Bill and Joe and say there's this look of disappointment, like you know that I, da- I, that, yeah. that Mark would have. I like, had that too. My dad was a doctor too. Yeah, just like my dad just like, was nothing. Not no, he was <laughs> a wonderful dad. But I'm no home. wait no. <laughs> I had, yeah, my, I was in the secret garden in fifth grade, and my dad read lines with me. Aww. I was the, whatever her name's Mary. That's very cute. Whatever. That's so sweet. Um, now, because he no, was oh, like, oh, oh, I don't believe anything you're saying. Oh and I was God. like, I don't either. Yeah, like, like, it's a secret garden. Like, oh, I see why you're drinking wine at three o'clock now. Because you're both totally fucked up. <laughs> change yeah um so your parents were probably more in your face parents about yeah. school yeah about, about school. school about other stuff not at all yes like oh, go play okay. in the street that's fine oh. but like you will make good grades yeah okay i i know maybe that's that a, was like the bottom line like if the think grades that's a generational thing? i don't know i don't know either were you like that with your kids what do you mean like, like this is you know you like run free grades. and frolic and do drugs but like Make but you better make A's. Well, I mean, we, you know, education was just both of, both for Mark and I just yeah. drilled into our heads that H, education is like the most important thing yeah. ever. I mean, um, you just you just can't. Yeah, that that was really really important, and we had we we still had that right in our our sort of. But mm, I don't know. I mean, we I, I try not to make them feel terrible when they. I mean, they never got really bad grades, so I didn't really have to worry about that. So there was but, something yeah, but innate that yeah, yeah they knew they were standing. Yeah, um, <laughs> you will do this. Yeah, yeah, like this is important to us. I mean, they they grew up knowing that art was really important to us, and we never said to them, "Oh, would you like to go to the art museum?" That question never came out of either of our mouths. We're going to the art museum. We would just like make it announce. And I learned this from my parents. My parents were huge, you know, they loved opera, they loved ballet, they loved visual art, 
and they never once, I don't ever remember them asking us, are you interested in this? Yes. Um, which is like, that's something like that um, parents today might Giving do you want choice. Yes. Yeah. The choice no, is a like, huge thing. We're, you know, we're here where you're just, you, you're, you're in a car and you're now seeing an opera. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're Can we car. write this down? This is choice. Really smart. This is, I love that. And we used to have like a no whiteboard and we would just cook. Even though choices. that's our parenting like, it was, style. It's, it's not so much like it was like you know like prison trip to the bottom yeah the music. Like to the it was more like you know we're going on an art you know Exposed art road them. trip and i mean we always saw what was at the mfa and we were you know and so even when they were little um they were with us and and so i i grew up like having art in my life whether i wanted it or not it was just there yeah and um I, that was a, to me a great way to be exposed to the arts rather than um, you know something that is more sort of external it was just sort of it was just always around us so I definitely took a page from my father with that and I didn't we didn't ask the kids do you want do you, are you interested in going to diverse works right now because yeah. that's where we're going yeah so we just, was we just say did. yes so on, on weekends and it wasn't like you know a ton um, it wasn't like we you know, punish them with it, but right. they certainly You're did. You're gonna see on they, they definitely grew up in a, um, knowing that their, that art was really important for their, um, you know, their parents. They didn't. They didn't grow up with any religion. Um, We've talked about this too. Yeah. So that you know, and and sometimes that art was, was their religion. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know. I mean, really, that's I mean, what you guys. Um, I, I wouldn't in. say that. I just say we just didn't. You know, people would no. ask, "Where do you church?" and be like. No. We don't. Yeah. It's like, where do you vacation? Wasn't that hard in the summers? It yeah. was. People thought I, I was like crazy. Like... Yeah, it was. It was hard. I think it was hard on the kids um, to not go to church. That's an interesting. They were you know, I never like, really you know, thought about it from yeah. their perspective. But here in the middle of Houston, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, like... in the suburbs, it was really. Um, um, it was the people were super religious. There, yeah. were, there were kids that would go to church like four days a week, and you know, Jesus, and, yeah. and not, and also not believe in evolution, all that. So and yeah, they were exposed yeah. to a lot of that, which I, I feel badly about. Because I mean, even though I grew up Catholic, it, I never had any, you know, um, there was no discussion of religion at all. You know, right. Just, we'd go to church on Sunday, but there was no one telling. We're not conversing about dinosaurs where the devils yeah. were. So they definitely. <laughs> I think they were amused by it, though. I once some. I think I asked them about it once, and I think they found that a bit of a source of like entertainment and amusement. It's like that people would think that um, about dinosaurs, or just that, that people, or there people. would be people would not like you know have like scientific you know. Understanding, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I remember this one time where yes. Joe had dinner with some family, and um, I don't know, it was they were super, super like fundamentalist, and the the woman made some comment about dinosaur bones or the age of the earth, and Joe was like, "Oh, they have carbon dating now. We can figure that out." <laughs> and I was like, "Hey, relax. Uh, yeah. You got it wrong. We got carbon dating." <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, so to sum some things up, I, I mean, I don't even know how. Live, like, yeah. can we live. be? We hire you can as like hire a consultant. Can we be? It's like mom guru. Yeah. And now the mom guru. The is mom guru. Me. You need that. You need your show on Oprah. Oh, yeah, yeah, where's your show? Yeah. Um, but, but, it took, but can I just say? Yeah. That it, 
that all right, as a mom of like, I was so clunky. I was really, I was like, moms felt sorry for me. Like moms would stop me and and target and like help me because I. I remember like having one in the snuggly and one with the I was always like such a clod as a mom and I didn't have any of that flair. No like the cupcakes looked like disaster. Right. We you know, I just had to like buy everything. Yeah. And I think yes. my kids felt sorry for me. Um, they just I was I was really klutzy in those early years. I just didn't have like, you know you know, this all this savvy about, you know, Packing the snacks and you know I feel the same. You way. know, just none of that. I think I, I think I grew grew into like better mom skills. Like the further that you know is the, as the I, more I, they could yeah. go to the bathroom in the toilet or something. Yeah, no, even way further than that. But <laughs> I had a lot of I had a lot of clunkiness. I feel like the really clunkiness is what is makes like you a better mom in a yeah. way. I don't know. Not I'm not saying better or worse. Like it makes you your own mom. Like. I am the clunkiest, like. Oh, you are not. Oh my gosh! The other day with those contraptions, and And you're also like like, always showered. Showered is one thing that I've like made myself. And I've seen her with those contraptions and do all these things. The other day, I lost one in the shopping cart just because I put him on the other side of the car. And like I was getting one out of the shopping cart, and I was like, "Got put Levi in." I was like, "Like I'm looking around, like where what." Where is the shot? Like, and my first, I was oh like, someone God. just stole my son oh my within God. 13 Did seconds. Did your heart strike? Yes. And this mom, who is certainly much older, um, like, she great grandma, uh, like, he was on, by her car. Oh. And she was like, I've done it before. And she smiled oh. at me, and I was like, thank you so much for making me feel good. Because I really felt like the worst. Like, I was like, I'm sorry. I thought I put him on the, I'm, now I'm starting to cry. And you're like apologizing. Yeah, I'm apologizing because I put him on the right side instead of the left oh, side. And she's, she's like, I've done it before. She's a good mom. Yeah, she really was. Mom, mom's got to love other moms. Yes, that's, yeah. I think that's You've got to have mom, mom. Mom love. Yes. Yeah, and, and no judgment. Really, like I mean, this is you mentioned the blogs. That's something that we see a lot is a lot of that bashing. Oh, I hate that. Bashing, shaming. You know, if 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 somebody wants to raise their kids eating gummy bears, do it. Just make sure they're different colors, right? You know, I mean, I feel this. I that's our like philosophy. Like you do what you need to do. That is totally fine. I mean, I hate especially around food. Around, I think when my, when my kids were little, there was a lot of food judgment, like especially over sugar. Yes. That sugar would kill your kids, and if you gave your you know kids sugar, they were gonna just. And so there was a lot of judging on that, and you know, vegetarian versus right. Or you allow your kids to eat fast food, and you know, all all that kind of stuff. So you have to let go of that. I think that's yeah. that's a um, transfer to screen time and like oh. letting your kids watch TV. That seems to be like the oh really the food of your you know oh. upbringing. It's like well, how much TV do you you know? Yeah. Oh. And Abby's we oh. watch our kids watch hours of TV. Yes. Hours. They are doing so doing right yeah. now. Yes. Yeah, but Levi is cleaning the floor with a fake mop, <laughs> oh, well, which that, sounds amazing. That is so good. And, like, they're not really watching. They're doing yeah, all yeah, the things. Yeah. No, he's I for class to clean it. No, right and, and so what I, what I have found is all those mothers that take something and they demonize it, then it becomes so interesting. So my dad thought that television, he called it the idiot box. Yes. Um, and we had, like, you never want to play trivia with me because I never watched Gilligan's Island. So I would, you would lose. <laughs> to this day, it seems like a miracle that I can watch TV anytime I want. Like, a miracle. Like, I can't believe it. I can 
watch TV. That's so great. Yeah. It's so great. like and dad's up there, you know. Dad, He's like shaking his I've finger got at you. All these channels now. I can do what I want. Yeah, and I'm not that stupid. You know. So I think whatever you demonize, like that will come back to bite you. Yeah. That's like, good. It seems very good advice. The That's sugar, advice. the screen time. Well, I think absolutes just seem like they'll yes. come back to bite you. Yeah. Anything that's just like none of this and yes to this. Yes. Yeah. It just seems like there needs to be balance and all. I don't know. Like, you just, I think at the end of the day, everyone still has a pulse. Exactly. Some, there's a little bit of food in the fridge. There's yeah. a, some open, marginally good wine. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that and there's the, love. And there's love, I mean, right? Love that's is more, more and and concern and all yeah. those things. That's so much more important yeah. than um, did they eat that? All those battles, all the broccoli yeah, right. that I wanted them to eat. Like, <sighs> come on, yeah. Steve. I mean, my I kind of like my kids on her third bowl of cookies <laughs> right now. My son is brushing so, his hair with your so broom. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're so busy. I, I just I love the environment of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these little people are off doing their work. They're yes. so industrious, you know. Well, like, Iris is a Montessori kid, so oh. she is always doing her work. Oh, I love yes. I love the Montessori method. That is so yeah. good. They they really are just like yes. professional little they, people. They're you know? workers. Yes. yes, you know they, they are. They've got the agenda. Yeah, don't get in my way. A generation. Well, yeah. Nancy, it was yeah. really Nancy, nice to meet you. So awesome. So nice to, to meet you, you yes. Stephanie. I've heard a lot about you too from Miss Abby. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're very in love. Well, you guys are great moms. You just keep keep it up. We we'll try. Yeah. Thank you. But we're we're you're like such a. I don't know. You're like a beacon of hope. Yes. Oh, like, this we're is sitting on the mountain, and ah. this is what we want to be. And oh man, I need to make sure the boys listen to this. I know. At first, I was thinking, no, no, we got to block it. But now, <laughs> no. man, I should be getting Joe better. Phil, you have an awesome presents. mom. Okay. They know they have an awesome mom. Yeah. For Mother's yes. Day, everybody should just be like her. Yeah. <laughs> So thanks uh, for coming. Yes, and thanks for listening. And Nancy Wright is the editor in chief of Arts and Culture Magazine, which is Arts and a- Culture Texas, which um, just came the what month? The May issue just came out. Oh, great, great! Fabulous. So you can find it online, and you can find us online at Hands Off Parents on Twitter and Facebook, and Hands Off Parents at gmail.com. and we will answer you perhaps. Amen. <laughs> Yay! Bye. <laughs> You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Mail can. <laughs>